For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of the War Room Podcast and ECU Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Big E. Got T Copy. How you doing, T? Big E, what's up, man? It's good to be back, brother. Man, it's glad to have you back, man. There's nothing like having the man, the myth, the legend versus replacing you with the Keith Stokes, who believes he's the most electrifying wide receiver to ever come out of East Carolina University. But I feel like you might want to argue with that. You know what, though? I can't argue with it because Keith Stokes really taught me the ropes when I came in. So I can't even, I can't argue. You mean tell me five foot five, 165 pound Keith Stokes taught you the ropes? He taught me the ropes. Think about it. I'm a freshman coming in. I don't know anything about college football. That's and true. then, but he's, he's the senior on the team. So he kind of took me on his wings, you know, and kind of showed me the ropes, taught me some stuff. We played the same position. I played behind him. Well, I guess you got a point there. But before we move forward on that, and I'm tired of talking about Stokes. I gave him way too much love last <laughs> week. So before we're doing it, let's talk, talk about the people that put us together. You got Believe and Bet Online. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to win a take-home prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE to get started. You know, it's that time of year, them college brackets about to come out because you got this March Madness mess about to start happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so who you got going all the way to the top when it comes to basketball? Who do you think? I'm a UConn fan. Easy. Women? Women? No. Now, put it this way. I'm not going to just say just boys, but I'm a fan of the whole entire program. But how? UConn it's, not, boys. it's nowhere near the same as it used to be. Nowhere near the same as it used you, to be. Watch this. Every time, put it this way, eight times out of ten, when UConn make it to the NCAA tournament, uh-huh. they usually win it. They usually win it. They in it. It's a in long time ago that they made it like that, though, or even had a a competitive team. But, hey, you got it. I don't have anybody. Right. You know, I'm a pirate all day long when it comes to everything. So, clearly, my boys how didn't you, make it. So, how do you feel about East Carolina? I know we can't, we getting into it early, but how do you feel about East Carolina firing Dooley? I honestly felt like it was too early. That's I felt like it was, too, it was too soon. Yeah, I, to me, I feel like he made a statement saying that you know, he felt like East Carolina was going to be all in, mm-hmm. you know, and but East Carolina was telling him, OK, win first and then we'll be all in. Then we go all in. But usually, like he said, usually it's the other way around. You got to be all in first right. and then the winning comes, you know. So I think it left a bad taste in his mouth because nobody's seen it coming. Nobody. They did a I wouldn't lot expect this- that. The way they started this season out, I felt like it was unfair. The way he moved that entire roster from last year, we pretty much move everybody out of here and brought in a whole new group. I felt like he would at least get a one chance. You know what I mean? Now you're going to run into the way that transfer portal thing is. Like, it's almost like you can't 
you can't just be firing coaches because you're going to lose the players that just worked so hard to be here. And we start to see some signs of what we could be, but now mm -hmm. we're going to take another step back, I believe. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not a big basketball guy anyway, but mm -hmm. man, I, I hope it works out. However, because I don't know who we're going to bring in. I mean, now we got to pay him what? $400,000. We keep talking so, about not having the money. Why not ride that thing out? Pause. So we, we bring in so we bring in the uh the Tennessee assistant coach. Right. From what I understand. We're bringing him in, we're gonna hire him, the Tennessee assistant coach. Well, he was a highly sought after assistant coach when it comes to basketball. Uh, and if I can get my opinion on it, the reason why they fired him, this is just my opinion. I have no idea. You know, I don't talk to anybody over at the East Carolina facility to see why they fired him, but right. When you make a big commitment to releasing or cutting everybody on your team, and about and to bring in a entirely different uh, player set, basically, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that's a drastic move, and that move got to work. It has to work. I feel like it has to work, and I don't think that I feel like they wanted to win a conference championship with the type of drastic move that he, that he made and for them to get beat, you know, um, that may was it. Man, it I don't know. So it started out strong. strong. <laughs> started out strong. strong. But that competition yep. changes. I mean, and, and I, I mean, I wish him all the luck in the world moving forward, but obviously these guys get paid a lot of money. So they know what they're signing up for and they know what the, yeah. the odds are keeping this job for long term is anyway. So, you know, I hope the players stick around and continue to stay here and not want to leave just because the coach got fired. Give this new coach a chance. Uh, we'll probably talk more about him next week once everything is like finalized and everything or whatnot. So, but we got a celebration. You just celebrated a birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. T. Cop. Appreciate it. Big 40, man. Oh, man. I was about to say you must be about <laughs> 34, 35, but clearly. <sighs> man, I'm 40. And look, I'm proud to say I'm 40 because Big E could be the other way. It could be. It could be. It could we be could be saying way. in memory, happy heavenly birthday, and we ain't saying exactly. That. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, what did you do for your birthday? Man, I went to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. um, didn't do too much. I had a good time though. Didn't do too much. Uh, was up there with some friends. Okay. You know, uh, so we had a good time. It was probably about twelve of us. More of a couples trip. Okay. You know, so okay. yeah, Appreciate it was cool though. Appreciate yeah. that. Thanks, man. You know, <laughs> all right. You know, uh, what was your birthday meal? Uh, you know what? I'll be real, real with you. We went to Charlotte and I didn't have a good meal. No? Nah, man. I went to, okay, the first night we went to, it was some spot we went to. The food was terrible. Oh, man. It had, it had that watery taste to it. Everything was watery. <laughs> Weird. And the second night, I know you left. The second night, we went to a Cajun spot, like a New Orleans theme Cajun spot. Mm -hmm. It was a New Orleans feel to it, but it didn't taste like New Orleans. Okay, it so they had the whole vibe, but the food wasn't it. The food, well, what I got wasn't it. Okay. And then Sunday, we went to a spot called Stats. We went to a spot called Stats on Sunday for for brunch, and I had the the lobster mac and cheese. That was the best thing I ever had. It was amazing. Over the course of the weekend or just period, best thing you ever had? Probably both. Really? <laughs> Probably both. A lobster Probably mac both. and cheese. Best thing but, that 
Man. But you got to get it from Stats, though. Stats in Charlotte for their brunch. You got to get it from there. But we had a great time, man. The weekend was great. Um, it was just the food. The food wasn't what it should have been. But besides the food, everything was was amazing. All right, man. Well, happy birthday again, brother. I'm glad. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's talk about yeah. this NFL free agency, brother. You got mm-hmm. people getting paid. And I feel like they paid. getting paid because gas prices are so high. But, <laughs> you know, you got... Let's just talk about some of the numbers. You got J.C. Uh, Jackson, which I'm not really sure who he is. Don't really know him. Coming from New England, he's getting paid five years, 85 and a half. Position. He's a cornerback. You got Carlton Davis, cornerback for the Bucks, three years, 45 mil. You got a guard, Brandon Sheriff. I think he's going from the Commanders to the Jags. He's getting 49 and a half. You got – you know, it's, uh, everybody's getting paid in the graveyard. You got to pay these people to go to these graveyard places, though. You, yeah, if you just go, speak on paid. graveyards, we're thinking what? Uh, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Browns. <sighs> they, they one foot in the grave, one foot out the grave. That you know, still dead to me. <laughs> you get, I feel you got the Browns. And like, who else could it be? Uh, I think those teams are like the teams that are really at the bottom of the barrel. But, but the Jaguars definitely they they've been dead for a long time. For a long time, you know. And yeah. you have Randy Gregory for the Cowboys. He got five years, seventy million defensive end. Devontae mm-hmm. Campbell, uh, he's a linebacker, Green Bay. He got five years, fifty mil. You got okay. uh, Tomlinson, uh, 49ers to the Jets, so he's going to the graveyard, unfortunately, but he's getting forty million out of it in three years. Okay. You know, you got Christian Kirk leaving Arizona to go to the Jaguars. Another graveyard, four years, 72 yep. mil. Uh, they paying everybody. Yeah, they, they, everybody getting paid. You got Michael Gallup for the Cowboys. You know, speaking of that, they let Amari Cooper go ahead to the um, – they traded him to the Browns, unfortunately for him. Hold up, though. All y'all Cowboy fans, especially Aunt Lisa, all y'all Cowboy fans was harping on how bad Amari Cooper was. He ain't doing this, he ain't doing that. And then soon he get traded, oh, and everybody want to start crying about it. Uh, I'm not crying about it. I like Michael Gallup. Okay. I just know Michael Gallup's coming off a knee injury, so I'm kind of hesitant But why they paid him five years, $62.5 million, and we don't even know how he's going to bounce back from this injury. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? But Amari Cooper, it's about time for him to go, to be honest with you. But you have what? the rise of C.D. Lamb. You got C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. Those guys have earned their check. That's They've true, but it. Cooper has too. I'm not saying he hasn't, but sometimes you got to move on, and they can't get rid of Zeke, so they got to get rid of somebody. That's the truth. You know, I would say get rid of Zeke and everything possible. Give, I mean, I'd take <laughs> five, seven round, five, seven round picks for Zeke if, if it was possible. Like, give them to me. I don't want nothing to do it. I don't even want to <laughs> see it in my uniform. They stand him. Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys, three years, thirty million, fully guaranteed all the way across the board. So. Him mm-hmm. being in Texas, there's no state tax, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. Uh, he's going to get to keep a lot of that money. So being that he's getting $30 million guaranteed, that's a plus for him. Uh, let's speak on our pirate. Zay Jones, he got three years, $30 million. Uh, unfortunately, Great he's going job, to the Jaguars. But, you know, he earned it. And I know Derek Carr was actually he trying did. to speak up on his behalf to keep him in Las Vegas. But, uh, I mean, Zay did what he was supposed to do. We ain't got that check. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, 
great for him, man. That's great for Zay. Yeah, and then, like you said, no state tax in Florida, so he's going to get a lot of chances to keep a lot of that money, too. So it works out for him, you know. But I guess the one big thing that I've that's hit the news there the past couple of days is that Tom Brady decided to come out of retirement, which I kind of predicted that, you know, I don't think he could do that, uh, stay home and be a stay-at-home dad and or husband. I think he's a better husband and better dad as a football player than he would be without anything to do all day. So what are your thoughts on the fact that he came out of retirement? You know what? I think that I, I can't, I can't argue it. Uh, to me, he never really retired because what did he miss? He only missed what, maybe a month or a month or so and, and nothing's going on. Yeah. I mean, he was off anyway, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So he hadn't really missed anything. So to me, he never really retired. Because he hasn't missed the offseason yet. He hasn't missed the game. You know, so it was just lip service, really. That's really all it was. It was, I felt like it, it's, I felt like he wasted a lot of media time <laughs> and all these farewell yeah. things for him to turn right yeah. back around. Like, I'm pretty sure that somebody in somebody's uh, uh, editing crew that's probably like, come on, man. Like, I did all these videos <laughs> and stuff for you and, and I wasted my time. I got to do it again next year. But you know what, though? The crazy thing about it is it was one man that I want to say bought his last NFL touchdown ball for like 500000 Guess what? That ain't his last ball. <laughs> so they got off on him. So I feel bad for him. Yeah, and they think they announced it, what, if a couple days after he bought it is when he made that announcement. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, I guess it's still going to carry some value. Uh, but uh, not paying $500,000 for nobody. 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 Nothing. Nobody. Uh, I don't care. If I, I think I, I love the post of Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback for the Rams. He said, I'm glad you basically coming out of retirement so you can throw your last touchdown pass on somebody else. <laughs> So I, I, if that ain't being honest, I don't know what is, you know. So, I mean, I, I almost wish Tom would just go for like, you know, till he's like 45, man, and just let it ride. I mean, hold on. How old is he now? Sure, 43, right? 45. Any 43? No, he, no, no, no. Let me tell you man, that. He, oh. Go for 25 years. Not 45 years old. Go for 25 years playing is what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, I mean, might as well just put that out there. I mean, because his numbers didn't drop to where – it was saying it was time to hang it up. His numbers didn't drop like that. Like his numbers have still been solid no matter what. Yep. Uh, he still had the pieces around him. Obviously they got some things to do in free agency to try to keep some of those pieces around him. But mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to be good. I saw that it was a rumor mill that was saying that he was hoping to get moved to the 49ers. Um, and him saying he retired was his kind of ploy to try to get that happening, but it didn't work <laughs> out. So he's coming back to the Bucks. Do you think Gronkowski stays around for him? Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah, he kind of they're going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to win uh, a Super Bowl or anything like that. But why not? He's in Florida. No state tax. They're going to pay you 40 million a year. Go ahead and get it. And he's probably going to be more productive in the family atmosphere because he knows how to be a professional football player and still be a dad and a husband. I honestly felt like he probably was going to fail at it, not fail at it, but not be as good changing up his routine at home like what do you do like she's probably not used to him being there he's probably not used to being there 
the kids know their dad as Tom Brady, the football player. They probably cherish the fact that they get to go to the game and the fact that they're his kids, anything, they get away, probably could get away with anything if they wanted to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now you're saying that we yeah. can't. Uh, so I just feel like it was part of his lifestyle and it wasn't time for him to go. Like, I feel like he needs to go until his numbers start to decline. You know, so we'll see how it works out for him. We'll definitely see how it works out for him. Now, Deshaun Watson, what are your thoughts about that whole situation? Matter of fact, elaborate. You tell the people about that situation, you know. So Deshaun Watson, yes, he he went to uh, court for it and he didn't get charged any criminal, uh, any criminal charges for uh, sexual misconduct with anybody. So now, you know, he's free to, to kind of do what he want to do. So you got a lot of teams that's reaching out to him. For one, the Cleveland Browns, they're reaching out to him. Uh, you have the Cleveland Browns, you have the Saints, they're reaching out to him. And it's a couple other teams that's reaching out to him as well. But I know definitely the Cleveland Browns and the New Orleans Saints are definitely pushing hard for him, especially Cleveland. They're pushing know, hard for him. I know the Falcons have talked about trading for him as well. So, you know, it's – I feel like wherever he goes is probably going to be a better situation than Houston. And it also makes you think, how does one get all of those charges somewhat dropped against them? How is that even possible if there wasn't some – if there wasn't some type of BS – that, that triggered all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was trying to get out of there, all of a sudden, all these things pop up. Exactly. That's look, I'm not trying to, I'm not a conspiracy theory person or anything like that, but it's weird that you have all these allegations, you know, and then when you get to court and you got these females there, they're testifying on stuff or whatever it is. And he don't get any charges, None. any charges, you know? So I, I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but I think something in the water that was trying um, to keep him there. That's all I can say. <laughs> say something in the milk ain't clean. You know, and, and the way these owners, yep. how, how the owners paying for teams to lose and are trying to give bonuses to coaches for not playing to win. You can't trust these owners, man. Like you will feel as like I can absolutely feel if I was an owner of a team and a player that I am banking our success on says they want out of there. As an owner, I would feel a certain way. I just mm-hmm. made you a multi-millionaire. Are you talking about you don't want to play for my organization? Not mm-hmm. saying that I would be that petty to put something that's serious on somebody, but you can't put it past a billionaire. Nope. You can't. They, nope. can, they can hide this stuff. And I would, be, I would not be shocked if we get a 30 for 30 down the road saying that how such and such, such and such plotted against this player. I would not be shocked. But like you said, I don't want to get to in these conspiracies and shoulda, coulda, wouldas and all of that mess. But uh, 25 something plus charges and all of them get dropped. All of them. No criminal charges, not one time. I mean, there's just a few um, like, what is it, civil cases against them or what? But he's able to move around. So hopefully he gets this shot and I hope he takes off. I mean, he went a year without playing. He was practicing but not playing. I don't know how that will affect him as a quarterback. Uh, I'm I mean, it's going to affect him. It's going to affect him in a great way because at the end of the day, he's still practicing. Mm-hmm. He's still getting reps in practice. Uh, he just wasn't playing. He was just wasn't. He wasn't taking the hits. So basically, that year kind of prolonged his career. I feel like. Well, I see here in the update. Twelve minutes ago, it said he's meeting with the 49ers, which mm. 
and the Saints are remain a, a high favorite for him to go to. But I, did you think the 49ers are going to be done with Garoppolo? I did. Yeah. I did. And the reason why, because his backup, what's his backup name? Do you remember his name? I couldn't tell you. Anyway, they was trying to get his backup in. You know, but once Garoppolo came back, because I think Garoppolo was injured. Mm-hmm. I think Garoppolo was injured. And when he came back, you know, uh, his backup was doing pretty well. So the only way I felt like Garoppolo was going to stay in, in San Fran is if he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can see that. That's the only sure. way. You know, I, I hope Debo gets paid soon because he deserves all of the money that he, they can dish out. Uh, question. Because- this is my question. So we're talking about quarterbacks and all these Raven fans out there. Do you feel like, and this is my opinion, I feel like the Ravens backup, what was his name again? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I know who you're talking about, but I, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I feel like the Ravens offense run more efficient when the backup quarterback is in the quarterback position than Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley. Huntley. Huntley, yeah. And I'm with you all day long. It seemed like the offense was more efficient because I feel like there's so many things that they push for Lamar Jackson's skill set, but people mm-hmm. are learning it. But then when you throw in a Huntley, people aren't studying tape on a Huntley. So you're sitting here taking some things out that you wouldn't do because he's not Lamar. And then you're mm-hmm. putting in more passing options and more things like that. And they work more efficient. But speaking of Lamar Jackson, has he not earned a big payday? I mean, hasn't he already gotten paid? Yeah, but there's so many quarterbacks that are getting paid over him that it's like he's more he's more valuable to that team than some of these other quarterbacks are. I get it. But my question. I know he mentioned something. I mean, he's making he's still in his rookie. I mean, he's two point three million this past year. That's still a rookie deal. When is his contract up? Hmm. That's the question. Next year, maybe? Yeah, his fifth-year option is this year. His fifth-year option he'll is this year. I think so, when it's his time, he'll break the bank. He'll break it. Man, I hope he breaks it, breaks it, too. I don't see yeah. him getting Mahomes' money, but I hope he breaks the mess out of that bank. Because I, I, everybody hated against him, and everybody was against him in so many ways, saying he couldn't do, couldn't do. And uh, he's proven that he can. And I, I really enjoy the fact that he's having the success he has. I wish he stayed healthy, but I love his success story so far. Does he have a Super Bowl? No, he doesn't. He doesn't have a Super Bowl, but he do have an MVP. Yeah. And some okay. Pro Bowls. I mean, some Pro Bowl. Kirk Cousins got paid, bro. Some years <laughs> back. I mean, he got paid. There's so many people that don't have a Super Bowl that have gotten paid. Yeah, you know, and and he definitely deserves to be. I mean, Garoppolo never he had a Super Bowl, but it was behind Tom Brady, if I'm not mistaken. If he had one, he got paid when he went to 49ers. So he's got to be nearing 35 million a year. He has to. Dak yeah. don't have a Super Bowl, get, and he got paid. He'll get paid because at the end of the day, it's to me, it's not about. Of course, it's about you know what the going rate is for quarterbacks. So you want these quarterbacks to get paid. All these quarterbacks was like, yes, when Mahomes got paid that amount of money, because now they have something to kind of measure up to when it comes to paycheck, when it comes to how much these quarterbacks getting paid. For sure. So to me, it's all about what team that you're on, how they feel about your value to their team. 
You know, if they feel like they absolutely need you, they're going to pay you what you want to get paid. Of course, they're going to they're going to try to undercut you a little bit. But if you come back at them hard and they really need you, they're going to pay you what you want, especially if you've been putting work in. Right. As of last year, last season, Patrick Mahomes was 45 million for the season. Josh Allen was 43. How does Josh Allen get paid before? Before Lamar Jackson, I'm, I'm just saying. I just think Lamar Jackson contract isn't up yet. And plus, like I say, Josh Allen, if he's not there, the Buffalo Bills aren't the Buffalo Bills anymore. Oh, without a doubt. But that's the same with the Ravens with him. But all right, Dak Prescott was 40 million. Deshaun Watson was 39 and he was on the practice team. Uh, Russell Wilson, 35. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was 33 and a half, which, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers just re up with the Green Bay Packers for 40 plus a million a year. Jared mm-hmm. Goff, 33 and a half. Kirk Cousins, 33. Carson Wentz, 32. Matt Ryan, 30. This is what bothers me. Like, Lamar Jackson, they should have talked to him last year. And I understand, like you said, his contract just isn't up yet, but there's no reason Matt Ryan should make more than him. Carson Wentz shouldn't make more than him. Kirk Cousins shouldn't make more than him. Jared Goff shouldn't make more than him. The rest of the guys probably should. Uh, but we'll see how it plans out. What do you think about um, – Green Bay able to reach a deal with Aaron Rodgers for him to return. I think that's the best thing for him. You cannot allow a two or three time league MVP, Super Bowl champ, to leave your locker room. You can't. He's still playing at a high level. He's still playing MVP. He just won the MVP again. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they will allow him to walk out of that locker room, shame on them and they get whatever they come to him. But great job of keeping him around. And they gave him 150. <laughs> they gave him 150.8. So to be that old, I mean, 40, I mean, was it 42 million? 42 million in 2022, 59 and a half in 23, 49.3 in 24. So it's three years, 150, 150.8, I believe is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <sighs> That's uh, oh man, why couldn't I play quarterback? Let me go get Eric out the, out of daycare real quick. We start throwing a football around. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's living it up, you know. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into the Premier Sports Academy questions of the day, which we have two. Uh, okay, one is basketball thing. One is why are the Lakers unable to win? Now, I don't, you know, I'm not a basketball guy, so I don't know how much you watch it or whatnot, but mm-hmm. I'll let you speak on that. Why are the Lakers unable to win? Okay, so all you Laker fans out there, please comment on this once I make my comment. Please make sure you go to the Facebook page and leave your comments once you hear what we're talking about. So everybody's jumping on Westbrook. Everybody feel like it's Westbrook's fault, like he's the scapegoat, that why they're not winning. But it's not Westbrook's fault. I feel like it's AD fault. And truthfully... And truthfully, they need to get rid of AD. I would keep Westbrook before I get rid of AD. I mean, before I keep AD. And the reason why is because at least I know what Westbrook's going to give me. Westbrook's going to give me a lot of energy. He's going to play hard. Uh, I don't think Westbrook should be a starter now. I think he should come off the bench if he if he will allow his pride to allow him to do that. I don't think he's a starter for that team. I think he comes off the bench, but AD, you got to get rid of him because at the end of the day, AD gets hurt way too much. Way he gets hurt way too much. And he's still young. He's like in his 20s. 
So it's only going to get worse as he gets older. So get rid of him now and get something for him before it gets to the point to where you can't get rid of him because ain't nobody going to want him because they understand he gets hurt too much. So I'm keeping Westbrook. Of course, in the perfect world, you may want to get rid of both of them, but I'm going to keep Westbrook before I let AD, I mean, before I keep AD, because Westbrook, you, like I say, you know he's durable. He don't get every, hurt. Every game, he might, uh, every, some of his misses be awful, man. I tuned every, in a couple every, seconds the other day, and he shot a bank shot, and he hit the backboard and didn't touch no part of the rim. But you know what, Big E, the crazy thing about it is, Westbrook been playing that way. His numbers haven't really dropped like, he, like everybody think it has. They may drop a little bit, but it's not like a drastic drop from when he was at other places. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, He's playing in L.A. with LeBron. Everything is magnified. Yeah. You know, it's magnified. So he has to understand that. And and I, I get it. But I feel like it's A.D. that needs to that needs to move on because he can't help the team. Bill Parcells, right. Bill Parcells always say, listen, you can't help the club in the tub. <laughs> and he stay in the tub. He stay in the tub. Oh, he he put some duct tape on him. Uh, something he <laughs> stay falling apart. But all right, the next question was I guess we both could speak on this is high school relationships. It's I guess mainly about the athlete that's in a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, and they move on to college. I guess the, the question is the success rate or should players be dating or athletes be dating, knowing that they're going to college or, or whatever. So I guess. Let's just talk about high school relationships and the athletes heading off to college. Should they stay in the relationship or should they get out of it? You know. So you want me to ask first? Or you want to ask yeah, first? You you got it. You got it. <laughs> so I absolutely feel like they shouldn't date. They shouldn't. When you they shouldn't. Like when you go off to college as an athlete. And it don't have to be just an athlete. It can be a female that's going off to a different. Let's talk about relationships, period. Right. If a female is going off to a different college from where her boyfriend is going, y'all need to cut ties, be friends, be friends, because all that's going to do is going to stress you out. Because what let's say if you're the athlete, if you're an athlete, it's going to stress you out because she's going to constantly be calling you, trying to figure out what you're doing, where you at. She's going to be stressed out because you stressing her out because you she can't get in contact or vice versa. You might be trying to get in contact with her, but she might be out doing whatever she's doing, enjoying herself as well. So I feel like when it comes to that, you need to part ways. Cause I went, I played with school. I played ball with guys that, uh, that had girlfriends. I mean, my freshman year coming to East Carolina, everybody that was around, everybody had girlfriends, including myself. Everybody had girlfriends and everybody's like, Nah, I ain't cheating on my girl. I'm gonna stay with my girl. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. Man, a month or so later, <laughs> <laughs> that first Everybody camp, that up. first camp where you don't see nothing but dudes for uh, for three weeks straight. Everybody broke up. Every everybody broke up. Probably but me. And truthfully, my wife should have broke up with me too. Being honest with you, you know, but. It is what it is. I was I was one of the the fortunate ones, you know, to make it through that area. But but I'm gonna tell you, it's tough dating when you go to college. 
And anybody can tell you that, like, if you don't go to the same school, more than likely it's not going to work. That long distance relationship in college, it's not going to work. Right. You know, one, one you thing think? I've noticed with the high school athletes that I know now, these guys be dating. I'm going to speak on the guys that I know. When they get in these relationships yeah. with these girlfriends in high school, they really and truthfully be acting like they're adults in a relationship. Like, oh, I can't go to school because she broke up with me or they're like hurt, hurt. Not, I, I don't get it. But again, I'm not eight, 17, 18, but they really be hurt about this. But I, to speak on my experience, I was dating a girl coming into ECU and my roommate, my freshman year roommate was a JUCO transfer. And mm-hmm. he was, he, he literally said, ain't no way that you're going to be able to do this. And he, I'm seeing him talk to this girl and that girl and this girl and that girl. And I'm sitting there like, he's like, you want to go out? We go into the galley to get something. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to chill in the room. You know what I mean? Like I was on that whole type of vibe, you know, but she was, a year older than me. So my senior year in high school, she was a freshman in college already. And mm-hmm. she would be on me about, uh, I would be on her about when you're going to come back to Richlands. Well, she's in school. Mm-hmm. Her parents weren't like full of money to be paying for her to drive back and forth and all of that. And then when I went to school, now it's her second year of college, my first year. And she's saying, well, why you don't come home on the weekend during the fall? And we're arguing over this thing. I'm just like, I'm on a football team. And Terrence, you tell me when football teams play football. On the weekends. On the weekend (laughs) during the fall. So there's no way for me to go anywhere. I didn't have a car. And and ultimately, like you said, the phone calls, what are you doing? Where are you at? Why you didn't answer? Because we have football practice at six hours of my day because we got meetings and weightlifting and training and practice. Like, it was a problem. Then it was like, yeah. I think she like broke into my email and went through my emails to see if there's anything. Nothing was there. Oh. Like all this different stuff. And it's just like that exact headache right there. And then probably for about a, a good little while, it was like a back and forth thing. But then that second semester of freshman year hit and we had broke up and it was like wide open after then. Like I, I didn't realize the big guy has so much. Uh, I didn't realize so many people were into the big guy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just out here living the best life, confidence through the roof. Next thing I think, I think I'm the most handsome guy on College Hill, but it really wasn't the truth. But you know, it is what it is. But uh, I don't really see the point of being in a relationship coming out of high school, unless no. you guys go to the same school. Mm-hmm. If you go to separate schools, call it off. And then, honestly, I I just really don't think you should date. Period. Like that to where it's like, oh, I love you. I'm head over heels. Because it's very rare that you're going to catch somebody who dated someone in high school. We don't even know who we are yet at 18 years old. You know, and think about the changes yep. we go through now. We all are different people than we were five years ago. You know, we were different people than we were 10 years ago. So being 18 and going into college, you have no clue who you're going to meet, the group of people you're going to be hanging around with. The, the dynamic, the mental dynamic of how she's going to be, how he's going to be, you know, I would almost say it'd be better off for more girls to call it off with their boyfriends than guys call it off with their girlfriends when it's time to go to college. Because yeah, those guys yeah, yeah. are going to see a whole nother thing. And for the girl out of respect, break up with him because you're going to end up getting your feelings hurt in most cases. That's just, I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm right. 
No, it, you're right. And one thing, my son right now is at East Carolina. And one thing I tell him, like, listen, even when he was in high school, man, do not worry about no females. You just focus on your grades, focus on football, focus on school. Yeah. If feels like once you're done, once you're done playing football or once you're done in college, it's a ton of women out here that you can find that's going to be probably better than the ones you've seen in high school or in college sometimes, you know, so just wait, just do get that schoolwork in first, get yourself together, uh, get on the football field, practice hard, classroom hard, enjoy yourself. Now I want you out here uh, hoeing around. Never that. We ain't doing that now. <laughs> we ain't doing that. But, you know, enjoy your life. You know, don't worry about any females right now because you once you're done in college, you're going to be able to find the female, the type of female that you want. You know, so that's that's my spill for him when it comes to his schoolwork, football, and relationships. Don't worry about relationships, females anyway. So, Be so friends. I got, a question. I, I got a question for you. So when you see on like TikTok and Instagram, they'll have these little skits or basically a little setup, a little sign outside the locker rooms of these NFL clubs, right? And when the guys walk mm-hmm. out, the sign would be like, which guy would you let date, which teammate would you let date your sister? Was there any teammates you had that you would have let date your sister if you had? I don't know if you have a sister, but is there any guys that you would say, hey, yes, I would let date my sister if I had one? Yeah. Which teammate the was the kicker? <laughs> I, I let Doug quit. I let Ryan suck up, which Ryan suck, I want to say he kicks for the Bucks. Uh, Dustin Coquit, I don't know where he's at right now. Uh, so Dustin Coquit, Ryan suck up. Uh, Thomas Gafford, he's a long snapper. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I let those guys do it. Anybody else? Nah, I know you. Special <laughs> team guys only, huh? Special teams, look, because those guys, like I say, when we go to Bible study, they at Bible study all the time. You know, they're always talking about God, which I love God, so that's fine. I know where their head is at, you know, but other Receivers, DBs, linebackers, D linemen, O linemen. You got some good O linemen out here too, though. You got some good O linemen out here. The O linemen are the best group on the team. You got some good O linemen out here, but D linemen, linebackers, uh, DBs, receivers, running backs. No sir, no sir. Special team guys. <laughs> Give me the punter, the kicker, and the long snapper. You can you know, get crazy. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I do agree with you. That. And I sit back and think about my time in Carolina. I think it was kicker was John Casey. He read a book mm-hmm. every day. He's sitting in his locker <laughs> reading a book. That's all he was doing, giving advice on, yep. on how the young guys, what you should do and how to do this. And he was like 20 years in the league at the time. But he mm-hmm. was probably the most – obviously, he was most mature because he was the oldest one in the locker room. But it was just like his whole yep. vibe would probably be the best vibe for you put your sister on somebody. But outside of that, mm-hmm. you're right. Especially, my thing is DBs, not a chance. No. Not no. a chance of DB. Not even <laughs> close to even thinking about that. You know, uh, more defenders, period. More de- more guys on defense, for sure. You know, offense, yeah. y'all pretty boys. I mean, you still trying to be a pretty boy. I sent you a picture for your birthday. You was acting real light-skinned in that picture. I'm going to post that picture on the, Man, on that the page. Picture. I'm posting it on the page. I was like, who is this guy? I thought you was a model. Was man. Picture, man. You going to try to get that a serious look picture. at the camera? Yeah. But look, though, speaking of model, 
speaking of model, on my birthday weekend, I did get some compliments. Some people said, listen, you might need to model. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Was this the 40 and older model club now? Hey, look, I could do it. I'd do it. I hear you. Hey, do your thing, man. Do your, whatever you want to do, you know. But that's, <laughs> no, sir. We're going to wrap up the show, T. We ain't going to get into this. You're trying to be a model and stuff. You're going to be a 40 year old model. I'm going to be a plus size model then. All right. We're both going to do just it. Talking. Then. I'm just talking. <laughs> all right. But that's before episode. Biggie, before you wrap it up, I got to give RJ. RJ, RJ, you know who you are. Uh, I just want to thank you, bro, from the bottom of my heart for everything that you do for me. I don't have to tell you what it is. You already know what you do for me. Um, and I'm very appreciative to it. RJ, you are the man. Uh, hopefully one day I can meet you. And I got I to gotta give you something if I do meet you. But, man, you have been a lifesaver for me, RJ. And you already know who you are. You know, already know what you did. So I just appreciate you. I wanted to shout you out. Well, ain't you nice. You're a nice guy. RJ the man. RJ's RJ the man. man. I'd say RJ yep. was probably the most consistent emailer that we've had as far as asking questions on the show and stuff like that. So a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, RJ. And uh, hopefully we will get a chance to meet you one day, sooner than later. How about that? But again, yep. wrap up this episode. T-Cop, Big E, appreciate you guys listening. Remember, Bet Online, the best place to go to do your online betting. Uh, jump on our Facebook page, the War Room Podcast and ECU Podcast. Ask your questions, leave your statements, or whatever the case may be. Speak on why T Cop said the Lakers aren't winning. He says it's AD fault, not Russell Westbrook. Uh, let's talk yep. about some of this NFL free agency. Also, let's move away from sports a little bit. What is in life? Eastern North Carolina, talk to us about things that you want to talk about in this in our community, uh, worldwide, nationwide, whatever. However you want to do, we'll talk about anything. So. That being said, that's the episode, T. Good job today, brother, and we'll see you soon, my man. All right, sounds good, brother. Take it easy. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.